welcome to the Phenomenon Report. I'm Kelly Kleinman. Tonight we're going to look into the stars and determine what the cosmos has in store for American politics, specifically the presidential election. You're going to like this one. Now, astrology has quite possibly been around for tens of thousands of years. It's based on the movement of the stars, planets, the sun, and our moon, and the correlation of human behavior on Earth. The cycles in each sign begin every 2,400 years, which means to understand the practice, a number of these cycles must have been observed, cataloged, and studied in a long-standing and complex process. It's also been suggested that all of our major religions are based on the Zodiac. The Greek Bible, for example, is the Helios Biblia, Book of the Sun, and correlations to Christianity and other religions seem far more than sheer coincidence, but we're not going to go there. There are many who believe that the stories in the Bible are actually the personification of God's universe here on earth. We're, we're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole, but we, what we are going to talk about is something I think you're all going to find a lot of fun. Our mission today isn't, as I said, to discuss the variations of the zodiacal cosmic map as the basis for those religions, rather something that's perhaps a little bit more shallow, but a hell of a lot more interesting, and hopefully we'll, we'll get a kick out of it and you'll enjoy share, like, and comment. Who is most likely to win the presidential election based on what the alignment of the cosmos suggests? This is Joni Templeton Skinner. Now, we met on Facebook as I couldn't help but notice how accurate some of her observations were, politically speaking. Observations that were all based on astrological analysis and her intuition. So without further ado, Joni, thanks for joining us. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Doing great. So how long have you been involved in astrology and um, mysticism, so to speak. Uh, Kelly, I was born actually as what people would classify as a medium or a clairaudient. I hear. So astrology has always been my passion. Um, I started to study when I was 12, actually a at a, as a teenager. So it, years and years I have studied astrology. Before it was computerized, I was studying. What got you into it initially? Was it something you just automatically gravitated to? Yes, absolutely. I just gravitated to it. It was my passion. Yes. Any, any particular astrologers that, uh, that impressed you? No, not, not in particular, not in particular. I was a fan of Jean Dixon when mm. I was younger. Of course, I think we all were. Sure. Um, and then of course it was Sylvia Brown when I was growing up and, uh, but when my passion is with the missing and the murdered, but with COVID, uh, we, we were all stuck inside. Yeah. So people were texting me for readings, and I started to look at the transits to actually see what was going on. So I started to post it on Facebook. And it's been remarkable. I look forward to whenever I see you writing or responding. <laughs> what does she have to say? So let's dive oh, right in. What is the astrological climate for 2020, and how does it seem to be relating to politics? Uh, with well, as with every election year, it's going to be a little rocky. However, this year, it is astrologically it's a historical year. Uh, we have six eclipses this year, as opposed to four. We have major planet uh, transits that are occurring that um, have not occurred in hundreds and hundreds of years. That's why 2020 is what is going on. It's all the energy. Um, and of course, then add in a presidential election, and that even makes it more exciting. Yeah. So Joe Biden is the Democratic or the Democrat candidate. He's been in politics yes. for a half a century, literally. 
How is his chart holding up and what does the future look like for him as we get co close to the election? Now? Okay, Joe back in, I, and I looked at Joe's, what is called his natal chart. Mm -hmm. What the planets were doing at the time he was born. This is when he was just born. Um, he is a Scorpio. He has what's called a stellium. He has four or more planets in one. Usually there are 12 houses in the Zodiac. They're all in his 12th house, which is of karma. This is an, he's got an interesting chart. I would say Joe Biden was actually born to be a great leader. He was born to be brilliant. He was born, this was all laid, mapped out for him. However, um, he's got some transits. One is what's called his midheaven. What we all see, the Joe Biden we see is his midheaven. Neptune, which is the planet of cloudiness, uh, you're kind of just out there, is transiting over him all through 2020. So he may come out, we don't know what's going to come out of his mouth because he's, he may not even know where he's at sometimes. Because That's been the case with Joe Biden ever since he got into politics. You can go <laughs> back and track him uh, yeah. and get some of the most unbelievable comments, you know, <laughs> entertaining, very off color, uh, but he still maintains, you know, his popularity. He's still a senator, so more power. Yes. You know, and he's a very likable man. He has a Sagittarius rising. Mm -hmm. Anybody that you know that's born at the end of November, they are personable. They're, they will light up a room. He's a, he's a very likable, loving, grounded man. He has Taurus for a moon. Um, but for now, he had, there are fixed stars. He happens to have what's called, the, now the name of this star is Aldebaran. This is one of the stars of Persia. I mean, you're getting a little bit deeper, but this is like an Archangel Michael star. This is where people in, with greatness are born with this star. It's on his planet of Saturn. If he moves any way, which is a little bit shady or sketchy, he will fall from grace. So we don't know if he's going to be president because we really don't know what he does behind the scenes. If he's shady, if he's, you know, good character, integrity, he will have the heavens open up to him. Mm -hmm. um, if not, he, it's a fall from grace. He will, he'll collapse. So I, you know, it's, it, it's kind of sketchy right now with him, with his um, planets. Before we get into your prediction, um, and then of course we're getting to Trump here in a minute, but how much of an influence do the charts of the people around you have on your astrological destiny? None whatsoever. Now, I know if I have to, like if I do a show, a psychic fair, my friends that are Capricorns, I'm like, oh, please go with me because they will keep me in line, in order, organized. Ask them. It's all, I will surround myself with Capricorns because they're the rocks. They're the, they ground everything. I'm a Libra, so I'm, all, I'm out there. I'll talk to people for hours, and they'll look at their watches and go, move this along, come on. So Virgos, Capricorns, Taurus, they're at the shows with me. Sure. Um, sure. If you want to be creative, you get in your Geminis, and your, you want to write, do a website, you get in your techie people, you know, it's just your Aquarians, your creative people. 
but your major deaths. Okay, so under, understood. So before we get into uh, President Trump, not <laughs> Hillary Clinton, because that to me was oh. uh, uh, like it was Joe Frazier against Muhammad Ali. Uh, didn't expect Donald to win. Thought that she had the debt pretty much. Uh, I won't say rigged, but I think everything was pretty much in her favor. But the stars were not. No. So tell us about what happened with her trip. Oh. And uh, well, what suggested that she was headed for the meltdown that she... You know, I really didn't know a whole lot about her. And then I, I did look at her chart. Um, she, she's mean. I didn't realize that I think what we see, and I don't know her that well. I, I'm, I don't follow her. I, I was very surprised that she didn't win. I thought she was going to win. However, she's got, she's another Scorpio, all in the 12th house. Everything with her is karma as well. I did find out a little interesting tidbit that astrologers back during that, the election, the 2016 election, changed her birth time to make her chart look a little bit stronger. Hmm. And I'm like, what? That's alleged. I don't know if it happened. But I do know that maybe 1% of astrologers out there predicted that Trump would win. Hmm. Hands down, every astrologer, they did pick Hillary. I know her husband's a Leo like myself. I actually voted for Bill Clinton two times. <laughs> uh, you know, a lovable troublemaker. I love him. Yeah. I didn't look at his chart. I need to, though. Yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, the guy gets in trouble a lot all the time no. you know a forgivable guy but you know realistically you know um well that's probably a subject for a whole nother but do you know what i i don't see how you can dislike him yeah you cannot leo and you know who else is a big leo he's a gemini but he's got more leo in him is trump oh yeah yes but to hillary um she has this is so interesting the star is called algoa a-l-g-o-l it's the most dangerous star, fixed star out there. Um, it's on what's called her North Node. That's another whole karmic thing. Um, Ted Bundy had that placement. I know, Ted Bundy and Hillary, same placement. She, um, I think she's got a sharp tongue. She's very bright. Mm -hmm. She's a very intelligent woman. Um, the stars did not go with her at all because I think of karma. I think it's just how she had treated people. I, I saw that from her chart. I don't know it for a fact, but I, I don't think she was very kind. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you would know. It, was she? Well, supposedly, supposedly she dressed down her staff after the election like no one's business. But Really? I, mean, I don't think that Hillary Clinton has, you know, a reputation as being a loving, wonderful person. But, um, no. you know, nonetheless, she is who she is. She's no longer really so much in the scene. Um, but we certainly expected her to be President Clinton. I think everybody was quite shocked, which, which you know, which, which brings us to our next subject. Oh, I will. You know what else I found on her? I'm sorry, I forgot this. By the way. In 2016, she also had some Neptune transits where she had some neurological issues going on as well. She was not in a really good state of health in 2016. Now, I don't know. Is Biden? I mean, Biden doesn't appear to be in the greatest state of health either right now. 
His health, um, actually, um, he has some mercury transits too uh, that started in 2019. And I didn't watch any of the debates or anything, but I think his speaking ability would have been a little bit compromised with this transit. Now, what's um, the transit? That's when a planet's like, we, here's our natal chart, the fixed charts, what they were doing at the time of your birth. Of course, they're moving now. So while they're moving around, they're making little aspects to your chart. So you get squares, you get trines, you get, um, so the, the, as the universe is moving around your natal chart, it affects the energy. Astrology doesn't predict, but it will give you the energy of what to work with. You're always going to be in charge. Mm -hmm. You have free will. It's your free will. Um, I, her chart, I don't know how many astrologers out there that would say it was a nice chart to really work with. She had, she came into this incarnation with a lot of work to do and a lot of karma. Again, somebody that needed to stay on the straight and narrow path. Yeah. Well, it's time for, uh, the origin. <laughs> it's time for the Donalds, who, by the way, I've met, I have met Donald Trump. I spent, have you, yes, I have. Spent a little time um, with him, a good friend of mine, Jeff Bowler, and his girlfriend, Katie Auber, uh, shout out to them, uh, invited me to his, the Trump, uh, Trump Vodka um, debut. It was a red carpet event. I want to say it was in 2008 or 2009 in LA. And so, yeah, yeah he, was in a, he was in a group in a circle. I don't remember Jeff and Katie being there, but there, there were several of us. And we were, you know, we were just having a, you know, a, a, a small conversation lasted about five minutes, maybe a little bit more, but um, pretty interesting. You know, just a regular guy, good sense of humor, and you know, clearly in charge. Large, uh, larger than I thought. He's large, a, larger yeah. than I. I don't think after looking at his chart, honestly, I don't. He doesn't shut up, does he? He just doesn't. Cannot keep quiet. God, God, love him. He. He's got a rising Leo. Okay, you know, he's got, um, he's a Gemini, which is a talker as well. A rising Leo. Yeah. Um, um, you know, he's got Sagittarius. He's, he's all fire, larger than life. Very lucky man, too. Mm -hmm. His aspects are very, very lucky. Um, he he likes to shock people as well. I think, and he likes to shock. It's a game with him. He, uh, the, he's very, the, he, of course he's, he's, he's very independent. He's very strong. He's got a really, you know, he does have a, a large ego. Um, but there's, there's also parts of him where he's got some cancer, uh, where he's emotional. So he does, his feelings do get hurt by a lot that's said about him, but he, I don't think he can help the things that he says. They just come out. Yeah. Um, he really, really has got a, some good aspects that I wrote down. Um, in the fall, he's got a trine, which is a good, it's a triangle. It's a very good sign. It will, he will appeal to the masses. Um, you know, his strength is phenomenal. Uh, he again has that 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 Death Star 
that if he has walked the good and narrow path, he will be good. I, I if you were to ask me who were, who was going to win, I would say him hands down. Yeah. Yeah, he's got all the good transits. Um, I think what's going to hurt Biden is this Neptune transit because Neptune does cloud you. So people might say it's, you know, he's not well, he's not, he's got dementia or this or that. It's Neptune. <laughs> it's, yeah. It really is. It will make you like that. So and, he's not going to be bringing his A game to the debates and Trump will. Oh, honey, those debates. No. No, he won't. He's got this all year. No. Yeah. We could look up the dates of the debates and find out. Yeah, I know they're starting in September if he goes through with it. But um, yeah. I do believe that to be the case. Now, you mentioned um, in our conversation that this year was the year for karma. Yes. What are you seeing in the karmic cycle of things for 2020? Well, this is, with 2020, what has happened is everything, the, the major, the planets that are causing all of this are in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Capricorn is authority and government. Hello, authority, government. That's where everything's pointed at. So we have the issues with the police. We've got the government. Um, as soon as they will move out of Capricorn at the end of this year, and then we move into what's called the age of Aquarius where everybody feels heavy right now. That's what I hear from everybody. They're so heavy, they're depressed. And I know a lot of it's COVID, but the energy is very, very heavy. It's Capricorn. We're getting bombarded with Capricorn. Uh, we had more retrogrades than usual. We have like, I think six retrogrades going on right now where you would see trending Mercury and retrograde. Oh, you know, Mercury did it. We've got like six going on. Hmm. So it's hard to keep your head around all this energy. Um, it, it is a lot of, if, if a lesson, it, my friend and I were talking about this, about uh, Rodney King, for example, she's in California. Mm -hmm. And I said, if a lesson is not learned, it will repeat. So when we all watched what happened to Mr. George, we all were shocked. I think every one of us, 98% of this country, we were all like shocked. Well, there were several of those. That, that yeah. happened several times last year and they were all captured on video and you just want to scream. Yeah, it, but I think this, I, I don't know, it, it shocked all of us. And I told my friend, it, it was right in your hands for everybody to listen to make positive change. Mm -hmm. Now we've got to listen to that because if we don't, this lesson will repeat. It, it, it's Saturn. Yeah. It's karma. And we're all living it right now. So keep the safety belts on. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. No, we have great, we have a fun month in August. Tell me about with it. Epstein. Oh, August. We're all, <laughs> Let me tell you about August. Literally. Is now you're going to laugh at this because if I say Uranus, it's Uranus, but it's actually. Or Uranus. I know. <laughs> you're talking about Jeff Epstein. It's probably. <laughs> it just, it just kind of fits. It fits. 
So that is going into retrograde in August. So we are going to be looking at each, all of us are going to be going, are you kidding me? That happened? What? (coughs) Shock. Shock and rebellion in August. Shock and awe show. It's going to be fun. I know Bill Clinton's already been mentioned in that whole to do. So we'll see if that name Bill numerous times. And Prince Andrew. Hillary will beat him up. I think she's had enough of him. She will. She's done. Yeah. Poor Hillary. (laughs) Poor poor Hillary. Hillary. So you're a clairvoyant. You mentioned that. Yes. Your your, uh, side hustle. I don't want to say it like that, but it's something that you're interested in, but you're mostly a clairvoyant. Um, You're in touch with the cosmic vibe. Yeah? (laughs) Well, I should have. Sometimes. So when you're reading... Uh, an astrological forecast, you're also sort of, you know, feeling that sensitivity towards the overall um, uh, scenario. And so you're saying that in combining the astrological charts and what you're getting and what you're feeling around you is that it's going to be Trump. Yes. um, Biden might have some stuff come up from the past. There there might be moments that are not necessarily considered lucid. They could potentially um, harm his bid to be president. But you're saying it's definitely going to be Trump. So there you have it, folks. Uh, well, and I'll tell you another thing. Mm-hmm. What's really weird, too. One last, this, I think he's going to pick Harris as his vice president. But I think there's a lot of inner fighting going on because I think they want Cuomo. I, I Don't ask me. That came to me. They Somebody within the party wants, they want Cuomo. So there's a lot of inner fighting within the Democratic um, community. And there's also some signs with the Democrat chart that the party will split. That's in there, too. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? So write that down, folks. She's good. (laughs) And what would be the most interesting case or vision that you've ever had? You can give me a couple if you'd like. Um, We last – we've had a couple – the families contact us um, because I always feel like spirit will send the families to us. We don't reach out to families because we just feel like that they will come to us. Um, my friend is like, she is a sleuther, which there are a lot of sleuthers on social media. And she asked me to give clairvoyant clues. That's what I call them clues for a missing girl in Kentucky. And that was last summer. So I did, and I contacted a friend of mine who is with Cincinnati um, Parapsychology, the ghost hunters. There's a lot of them. Well, we met, went on a search, and I had never seen a spirit box before. But she came through on the actual spirit box, and we went right to the location. Um, There was a lake. I haven't gotten back with her family to see if they drained it because of course the whole COVID mess hit. So that was really an interesting, that was an interesting one. Um, We're constantly working on cases, missing cases, Um, cold case homicides. um, There are a lot of them. I mean, I I don't want to mention them because I don't, I don't have permission from their families. So I would hate to do that. But you're currently working, but you could probably mention some, like there's something that's happened in the, I'll give you an example of something that, that's taken, that, that I've experienced. Um, I, I dreamt, and I've had a lot of them. And 
what I try to explain to people is that you have these periods. They don't always happen for you. You, you can't just sit there and look at somebody and get, you know, a vibe. It just, it's there and you're positive and it happens. And it's like, cool. I know that it happens. And I know that I was given some kind of a vision. I had some kind of a priori knowledge. You know, you can only read so many frequencies and let's say there's 10 people you might read one person unbelievably well but nine you can't even come close but what i'll give you a couple of uh, three examples of my stuff um just so i'm trying to be as you know objective as i can about it but but i've experienced it i once sat down with a fellow when i was a freshman in college and i i gave him the name of virtually everybody in his immediate family they named at least six or seven names and he just looked at me he was sort of smiling and his, his eyes got teary and he goes, the only one that I missed, which I didn't really miss was, I said, you've got an Aunt Marge. He goes, well, it's Aunt Margaret. So it's, you know, that was pretty good. Um, but there's five names that I nailed. I once got three hands, five cards in a row. This is all during my college days. I was playing poker with my friend, Doug Shipley. Doug may or may not remember. Hello, Doug, if you're listening. And um, there were five hands of, of five cards each. Um, and I, I guess we just gonna, you, you must see my hand. And I didn't. I just knew what he had. <laughs> Craziness. And then George Rogers, look it up, folks. In 1980 or 81, I think it was 1980, of the New Orleans Saints, I made a bold prediction when I was playing football on a Saturday afternoon that the next day he was going to take a 79-yard run around end against the Browns. Well, he went 80 yards. And I told everyone I worked with, I said, see? this is going to happen. Watch. And they all looked at me like, mother. Damn. <laughs> so it you can't have these visions and uh, and they just come to you and it's the tip of the iceberg to something that's great greater and more incredible that we're capable of but we're just not always tapped into it but but you have been that's what you do for isn't that cool uh, yeah do you would you know what that you know what that is when you you named all the people around your friend i didn't know this but when i would do readings there would always be like an aunt or a grandma or a father or a relative around that person. And I'm like, who is Rose? Oh, that's my grandma. So after all of these readings, I'm like, what the hell is this? Who are these people that they always have family? Well, of course, through study, through African study, actually, through their base tradition, that's and they are ancestors we have ancestors around us at all times to help and to guide i mean i think um there are people that are certainly born with that i mean i remember telling my mom when relatives were when i was small i would tell my mom so and so just passed away and i was like six and here my poor mother is like what is this child of mine you know um, so I, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, a different life. Um, but then you have to learn to embrace it. You have to learn to have a, a huge faith. You know, I think everybody that's clairvoyant has got an enormous faith in God or a creator. Um, I, I know you study everything you can where it comes to, um, other religions, ancient traditions, divination i mean tarot um astrology it, it's all combined together and, and we're just here to help people yeah we're here to help them do you ever read somebody and you just don't feel it you're not feeling oh yeah. yeah yeah all the time like it shows yeah between you and me 
<laughs> do you have to take it sometimes, or do you, do you ever just say, "Look, you know, I'm charging X amount of bucks, but I, I, yeah. I'm not feeling it. I'm just not. I just don't. Yeah, you know, it's not a good read." Yeah, I do. I'm just like, screw it. I just can't. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I don't even chart like at a show. And then we just laugh and I'll say, you know, I'm either tired or I'm starving or, you know, you're like my 50th person I've just read. Yeah. And I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you do. You, and then you can always tell earth signs. Uh, Capricorns and Virgos are very hard to read. And I only did that. Um, by asking them because I started to see a pattern like mm -hmm. at shows and then, but once you start to hit on things, they open up and their guard comes down and then they're like, yeah. Oh, okay. So I think a lot of it has to do with them feeling very skeptic. Mm -hmm. And then when you start to ease up and you start to hit on things because uh, divination doesn't give them the answers. It will give them the tools to answer it themselves. Uh, you have this choice or that choice, but you know, it's always added with prayer too. You need to find it within yourself. So it, it, it doesn't give you the answers, but I have friends that want the answers about guys all the time. You know, I'm like, how many times can we ask Tarot about one guy dump him? He's yeah. not going to change. Right. You should know <laughs> you're in a bad situation to get out of it. Yeah. Last, last subject here. Um, we've already pretty much assessed that it looks like Trump again for uh, 2020. It looks like the cards are definitely, the cards literally are. I, I think so. I, I, I don't, he's very, very strong. Um, he's coming into his own. Um, he also has a, there, he's got a progressed Virgo that I would assume would calm him down, but I don't think he, he can be calmed. I, he likes it. It's a game. He likes to shock. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in his chart. Do you, what, what is your feeling on, um, on Ouija boards? I had a Ouija board for the longest time. I swear to God, I asked what was the name of the person that I'm going to marry and and they gave me some name that I couldn't even pronounce, and I ended up marrying a girl from Japan with a name that certainly had some <laughs> in there. You know, so I was like, hmm, that's pretty interesting, because that was when I was like 13 years old. Got rid of it, but have you ever worked a Ouija board? Is it something that's a little spooky? I did when I was little. Yeah, um, I did, one. and I think we all did. Um, absolutely. I think they're just like – uh, tarot cards. I think if you have to use, you have to pray and ask for spirits to protect you. But I think if you know what you're doing, uh, you're fine. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really like like the ghost hunting spirits and they're the lower vibrating spirits. I don't like them. Yeah. They can, they can have them. They can play with them. Well, Joni, I want to thank you for joining us here on the Phenomenal oh. Report. Folks, we took it a little bit. We strayed a little bit off of the <laughs> and narrow subjects of Bigfoot and aliens and such. But, you know, a lot of people are into astrology. A lot of people are into um, the psychic world around the spirit world. And I think we're, we all try to feel it. We all try to, um, to, to grasp it and the importance that it has and the effect that it has in our lives. And certainly... Astrology has been around for a real long time, as I said, yes. 2,400 year cycles and 12 of them. And to be able to see a pattern emerge, 
you have to have experienced many of those cycles. So it's been around for perhaps several hundred thousand years, as have we, more than likely. Uh, Joni, again, thank you so much. Joni Templeton Skinner out of Kentucky. Thank you. She's our girl. Um, Joni, if you need to be contacted, where can they reach you? Um, they can contact me on Facebook. Um, my Facebook page is The Raven's Nest, or just PM me directly, Joni Templeton Skinner on Facebook. Well, thanks again, folks. Don't forget, we want you thank to you. like this, to share this, to comment on it, and definitely to subscribe to the Phenomenon Report. Until we meet again, stay safe and have a good evening.